What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Early Apex Podcast. I'm Rob, and I'm Dylan, and we have got a couple different topics for today's discussion. Um, we're talking news. We've got our FMK section, and we've also got uh, Dylan's hot take on <laughs> the best cars to uh, start off modifying. Uh, yeah, it's the no best longer cheap sports car. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, Miata is no longer the answer here, folks. That's that's my hot take. That's the Miata hot take. Miata is no longer the answer. Yeah, so you Miata can, is no longer the answer. Yeah, you can tune out now. That's about it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so follow along. We'll lead off with that. We'll lead off. Why is Miata no longer the answer? Let's get into it. All right. This, this take's gonna be hot, so I need some extra water here. <laughs> this is a spicy Woo! take. It's a spicy take. Need a little extra water. So Miata, yeah, Miata is no longer the answer, folks. Uh, I yes, I, I've been feeling this for a little while, and I've got my reasoning. All right, and and I can't just say, well, Miata is no longer the answer. I have to back this up with an argument. So this is a feeling. It's been coming. It's been coming from your gut, you it's know, from your yes. heart, for, uh, and from my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe more my wallet than anything else. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Miata, uh, I don't think the acronym lives up to the name anymore, uh, for a lot of different reasons. But I, what I've done here for, for this little segment is I'm going to break it down into three categories, right? I think the top three categories that people use this argument for, and the first one is best cheap track car, right? It's, it's like the go-to, Hey, you want to learn how to drive on the track? Miata. You know, that's always going to be your go-to. That's correct. And I, I I think the main problem with the Miata... Now, now, what I'm talking about here is not just every Miata. Miata now spans, what, like 40 years or something like that. I'm really talking about an NA and NB. Because those are what people most would think about yeah. when it's so like a cheap the car. So just early, so they're talking 90 to yeah. 05 Miatas. Yep. NA and MB Miatas, correct. And the reason is those cars have gone up in price quite a bit, especially NAs, right? NA is definitely not the answer anymore. Yeah. You could, yeah. No, if you want something without rust, you're talking eight, nine, ten. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Okay, so let's say you want to get into track driving. Let's not use yeah. I want to get into a track, go to the track, and I I, I want to buy a Miata. So yeah, let's just say say six thousand dollars we find a deal right it's a 91 it's a 1.6 liter you know they rev super nice right now i'm a uh, vvt for days <laughs> um you know they have together they have got no power but let's say you've got that car for six grand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're gonna need off the bat i would argue at least four thousand dollars invest in the car to just be able to show up on track and like function and what i mean by that it's gonna be a thousand dollars immediately because you need a roll bar day one okay before you, you even buy the bar. car you need a thousand dollars for the roll bar i mean it's, right? it's less but yeah you, you need the shelf for okay. a roll bar immediately okay so oh, is it less for a hard dog when i bought it i, I want to say it was like 800 900 bucks before shipping okay all right maybe it is maybe okay, I'm so living new, in the past. for new you're, you're talking about a thousand dollars maybe yep. you find one used okay? okay maybe you got a buddy 
who's like, I've, I've realized that Miata is no longer the answer, and I'm parting out my Miata. <laughs> no, uh, maybe you can find one used, but I'd say that's, that's about $1,000 that you're going to need to spend on day one. And then, of course, you know, if it's a 20-plus-year-old car, it's going to need an overhaul, right? You're going to need to do brakes. You're going to need to do tires at the very least. I, I think the stock wheels are terrible, so I want to do the uh, wheels as well. But let's even say, let's, let's not use wheels. You're going to need tires for sure, brakes. Uh, and you're going to need, like, some sort of suspension. You don't need to do coilovers. You don't need to do the fancy Olins or the Zetas that we have, you know. But you're going to need something if it's a stock setup because they're blown to shit. Okay. Right? And it's, 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 it's going to be blown I disagree uh, with some fundamental pieces here, but let's keep okay, going. Let's, okay. let's get, let's yeah, get, so let me, let me get, explore, get let me explore where we're yeah. going. So you're going to, rec- it's going to require a lot of upfront costs on top of what the initial cost of the car is going to be. And I'm thinking that just now in today's market, there are better platforms that perform better at the track that do faster lap times that are just as reliable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for less money, essentially all in. Right. And the first thing that comes to mind for this segment, what I'm going to use, I'm not going to be able to repeat any of these cars. But for this segment, if I was starting over and if I was wanting to go to the track today, it would be a 350Z for me. I don't <laughs> I buy see, it. You don't no, buy it. You I'm don't shaking buy my it. head. I don't buy You're it. He's shaking no. his head on me. Okay. So, wh- okay. Where, where is, where's the flaw in my argument? Why is Miata still the answer? Well, I think, so first of all, I think you're making that classic mistake that like everyone makes before they get on track which is like oh like i have to upgrade everything about my car like unless i can you know unless this thing is like fast and track prepped it's not ready but like (laughs) you can you could go take that one six and as long as it just hasn't been like heinously mistreated as long as it just had like a yearly inspection all you need to do you do need the roll bar you're correct but that after that, take it on the track. Okay, here's the thing. Even if it's on crappy all season, stock yep. wheels, yep. stock suspension, yep. you don't need brakes. The thing yep. makes 100 horsepower. You're not going fast enough. <laughs> and that's it. Maybe so if, go bleed your brake fluid. That's the yeah, only so, thing. Go so bleed if, your brake fluid. Let's, say, just say, let's just say I'm going to change my answer here because I like what you're saying here. Let's just say... The goal is to turn laps as cheap as possible, right? I want driver mod. I don't care about the coilovers. I don't care about. I want as much driver mod as possible. You're back to the Miata. Those rotors are like twenty bucks a pop. I want a Toyota Yaris. Okay, I want a. (laughs) I want a Toyota Yaris. You're not wrong. You probably do want a Yaris. (laughs) You probably do want a Yaris. Bulletproof. And I don't need a roll bar for, and you're right. I, I buy that car. I don't even take it home. I just buy it and I drive it straight to the track. I'm going to say it. I'm going to turn laps. You're correct, <laughs> but it's going to be 10 times more fun in a rear wheel drive Miata <laughs> than it is in a Yaris because the Yaris is just as slow. I don't disagree. <laughs> oh, man. I think, Maybe Miata I think is if you still take, the answer here. I think if you take your bone stock 350 on the track, Number one, you're gonna blow the engine. I'm pretty. I think those VQs are just like are known for okay. having like oil starvation issues, and so the it, oil pan isn't yeah. baffled. And you like, need something there. One, yeah. you'll blow up your motor. <laughs> Two, I don't think unless there's probably like the track pack one that had bigger brakes from yeah. you know back in the day. I think if you didn't get that one, you're gonna cook those brakes. Like okay. maybe you okay. could get by with just like track pads. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. So you're, you're, my argument for the 350Z is definitely null and void, because I think you're spot on where day one, you're going to need to invest some money. We right? all know power costs money. Power costs and money. And you're like tripling the horsepower at the 350 <laughs> over and, the Miata. And like doubling the weight. Yeah. So that's, and that's going to be high in consumable. Tires so yes, cost okay. twice as much. So cancel, <laughs> I'm immediately canceling my argument about the 350Z. <laughs> I was wrong. You were right. Yes. Miata is still better than that. Yes. But yes. It's, if, if, if you want to turn sheet flaps, go get a Toyota Yaris. All right. Boom. And do it. Okay. So or Toyota a Mazda 2. Mazda 2s are sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, you just throw your, your track wheels in the back, uh, because hatchback. True. Okay. So, so we've got some arguments there. I All like right. It, so I the like track it. car now, we've debunked, but we've debunked. Well, we've, we've migrated <laughs> over to the, to the Yaris, Yaris, the incredible Yaris. Yaris is the answer clearly. All right, but what about all right? What about the cheap sports car, right? Okay, Cause so the Miata cheap was cheap car. sports car, Yeah. but now yeah. they are classic so Japanese collectibles. Yeah. What is, what is the car doing? Well, just like every classic cheap, you know, Japanese sports car, it's all gotten really expensive. And you can spend a little bit more money, a little bit more money, and you can get a Porsche Boxster, right? You can go out there and you can get the badge that means something. You can get the interior that's comfortable. All the creature co- comes from real all, pedigree. Real pedigree. You can tell all the ladies that you have a Porsche, <laughs> and uh, they will and be <laughs> severely disappointed when they see your car. Severely, Actually, they will. You will. You will. They will get in and ask you. So where's your Porsche? Porsche? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's it's actually yeah not for the ladies. It's for the dudes. It is for the dudes, it's for and the, it's only for like the, the most secure in their sexuality dudes because <laughs> unlike a Miata, like a NA, a pop up headlight Miata, it's like it's at that point where it's cool. Almost anyone will be like, oh, that's a cool little car. Yeah. The, we're all right. I'll, to specify, guys, we're talking about the nine eight six boxer, which is ninety seven to 05. Yeah, it is yeah. a hideous car. It's still hideous. It still looks not even a hint of masculinity. <laughs> no, not a not a straight edge on it. And I I am not <laughs> sure it's ever going to come back around in the styling. Like s- some cars now that were ugly are coming around, and I don't think it's going to make it. I feel like if if it were to come around, it would have come around already. Yeah. Right? All the curvy cars are back being cool, and it is not a part of that club. No. But excellent car. I've driven a few. The 986 is an excellent driver's car. It's a a mid-engine sports car designed from the ground up to be a sports car. It's got aluminum subframes. It's a flat six. You can just, like, put an exhaust on it. It doesn't make that much power, but, like, it screams. Mm -hmm. And 986s are like almost the same price as Miatas now. Some of yeah. them are, and they also like don't rust. So, so it seems like you're you're like in I'm agreement. totally pro. You're totally, I'm totally okay. pro. I've I, been saying I, I, I this for a while. I, yeah, because I don't think the prices are the same. I think you need to you know you know you're talking about like two three thousand dollars more, but you're talking about a, a car that's light years ahead of the Miata. I think you, you can also go and like road trip the car like really like it's comfortable. Yeah, it's it oh it's way oh yeah comfort like, level like oh nvh God. way better than a miata way it's better bordering on a luxury car like it's a you know porsche has like yeah i luxury mean aspects to its brand that car costs twice as much as the miata in 99 yeah you know and yeah I, I, that, 
100%. I will, to play devil's advocate, if the motor goes, the car is, is done. The motors are like five grand the at thing. the rock bottom. They've got the known problem with the IMS bearing, which is basically the crankshaft bearing self-destructs. Yep. There is yep. a fix, but it's expensive, obviously, to do that. Drop the motor, pull the trans, yep. et cetera. Um, that's basically their Achilles heel. Like, it's a great motor that's, that sounds yeah. great, but... Yeah. Here's my counter to that. If you buy the wrong NA Miata, you've got the, the long nose crank bolt that's going to eject itself out of the front of your engine like it did me. Like, I had that happen <laughs> to me. So I know all the pain uh, that that caused. Now... A You're also going to have a lot not, of rust. You're going to have a lot of rust and a lot of crap to get through. Yeah. The boxers yes. don't rust. Like, go look on the used market. They don't rust. And everyone the yeah. bottom was, like, wealthy when they got them. So they got gar- They all got garaged. Yep. I have yep. not seen a rusty boxer yet. I think uh, also I think, Porsche is, like, doing yeah. nicer stuff with their steel to, like, yeah. make it not do that. For sure. I mean, it's also, you know, a, what, 15-year newer car. It's just, it's a better all-around car for a little bit more money. Yes, you've got that IMS bearing you're dealing with. But I think it's worth it. And if you buy the right one... Yeah. You know, you could yeah. spend a little bit more money, have, you know, buy it from an owner that's already had it done or something like that. It's just, it's a way better car if you want a second car. I also, this is for a different topic, but a, a, an NA or NB Miata is not a good second car. It's a good third car. An, a Boxster, perfect second car. Second car. You that's a car like... Six months of the year. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Okay, so we're All in agreement right. there. We're Beautiful. in agreement. So it's, it's Yaris... If you want to just turn cheap laps and the best budget sports car, it's a Boxster. Go turn it. Go turn in your masculinity. Just like forget about all your like super masculine hangups and get yourself a Boxster. <laughs> I mean, if someone's considering a Miata, they've already done that. So now I would you hope just get so. Like a, I would hope so. You know. <laughs> so now you just get a cool brand uh, with a lot of heritage, as opposed to you know a bunch of simp's online. Like us owning Miatas. <laughs> All the weebs out there. <laughs> All the weebs. Okay, so last category. And I might not have an immediate answer for this. I don't, actually. So we're going to talk Ooh, it out. Okay. But I, I, I'm going to make the argument that it's not a Miata still. And that is, let's say you're buying a car, and it's the first car you're learning how to work on. Now, I think, uh, for me, the, the Miata was that for me for the most part. Was yeah. that the case for you as well? Was was your Miata essentially what you learned how to work on? Cars? It wasn't my first car, but it was definitely what I learned how to work on. I think my first oil change was on a Mini Cooper and I didn't screw okay. the filter all the way back in and spewed oil all over my buddy's driveway. And later that day, the engine started knocking and <laughs> that was my oh. first wrenching experience. Oh man, and uh, you're still here. Wow, I'm still that's here. Impressive. That that's impressive. just the joys of being a, a dumb 18-year-old. But <laughs> uh, no, the Miata was definitely the car I learned to work on, yeah. 100%. And so for me, I, I, I've done brakes. Like back, my, my very first car <clears throat> was from my parents. It was a Saturn L series. Mm. Oh, it's a plastic, plastic sedan. And I, I did things like change the oil, you know, general maintenance. But in terms of actually rolling up my sleeves and doing like real modifications and coilovers, engine swaps, and that sort of thing, Miata was what I learned on. And it is a great car for that. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to like beat around the bush. It's a really easy car to work on in that regard. 
I don't know if you're going to be able to convince me that it isn't the best well, car yeah, to learn to work it, on. If I mean, all right, let's put a caveat here. Like, yeah, we're this is mostly a car show. Neither is no jack about trucks and off roading. Yeah. So I'm just going to yeah. leave out that like a Jeep Wrangler or something like that isn't the best like truck to learn to work on. Yeah, this is car. Yeah, car related. Now I. <laughs> <laughs> I lived it, so it's hard to argue against. But I think there's a domestic. So we're in the U.S. I think mm. there's a domestic car out there that's easier to work on, and I'm I'm willing to bet that it's the SN. I think that's the chassis code Mustang SN ninety five Mustang. Right? I think it's that. Right, what, that years 90s, what years are What years are this? The nineties. So the one that I'm trying to say. I don't know. If, I, I don't think that's the right chassis. Is this code. the Barbie Mustang? It's the Barbie Mustang, yes. Yes. And you know what? I'm blindly saying this, so comment down below about how wrong I am, but I know a couple of people that own this car. And I, I was exposed to people working on it as well, both V6 and V8. And the reason why I go with this car is that is like the such... It, it has all the same things that the Miata has. There was a wealth of them. Everybody had like one of those cars. Yeah. There's parts everywhere. Like every advanced auto I'm sure still has. All right. We're talking like fourth rebuild. gen. So fourth this gen. is 94 to 04, I think. 94 to 04. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet that you could pretty much rebuild that car at like an advanced auto today. I'm willing to that, bet. That's a strong point. That's a really strong point. Yeah. Wow. Now. Okay. I could There's be probably... Totally a hundred times, if not a thousand times more of those Mustangs <laughs> that were made than were Miatas. That's the thing. And now you could make the argument, hey, the 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 engine compartments, you know, it's a V8, so there's there's less room. Mm. Room definitely matters a bit, but I think really why the Miata is so easy to work on or like learn how to work on is there's a wealth of knowledge out there. Yeah. You've got that with the Miata. I Mustang. was going to go to that. I was going to go to that. Yeah. There's so there's, much there's, knowledge on the Miata. So much knowledge. Any, any, an, any answer, any question has been answered online. Parts are going to be the same, if not more plentiful. I'd argue more yeah. here in the U S for sure. Um, and yeah, like, I, I think it's almost a little better, too, being a little newer. That's the sweet spot of computers, right? And and, and them helping Because they're still you. dumb. I mean, the, yeah, like, yes. it helping runs you, the motor. It's you. running the ignition. Exactly. But, like, it it's doesn't OBB talk two. to anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I've got an OBB1 setup, and I'm still having to, like, jump wires, like, right now to get my TAC to work. I'm in my OBD1 bs and i'm like jumping a wire so my tack works like i sh this shouldn't be a problem but it is and it's because it's just it's a it's a little too dated right even with my standalone ecu i've got to do this to get mm -hmm. the, the so you want obd2 i want obd2 i think that is like the main difference between the two now i could have chosen like a terrible you can get an obd2 miata Oh. Most of them are OBD2. You're stuck in the oh! past. You, you, this whole show, oh, you're acting you like only one me. sixes exist. Oh! No, I I think you I'm going to go with me. you on this. Obviously, okay. I am less experienced in the Ford world. 
and okay. I don't know what the forums are like for this gen Mustang. Yeah, but I am sure there's let us so yeah. much info out there about them. Yeah, let us know if you're a Mustang guy. If you own this car, yeah, am I totally off basis? Let us know down below. In I the think comments. part availability is going to do it. Not to I mention so. building a motor. Like, yeah. if you want to learn the build motors, go build yeah. American V8s. Like, there's so yeah. many parts out there. So, in summary, uh, the best car to track, not a Miata, it's a Yaris. The best yeah. sports car to own, it's not a Miata, it's a Porsche Boxster. Easiest car to work on and to learn how to work on, Mustang. Hell Done. yeah, right there with you, brother. All right, it is my turn to choose the segment of FMK here, where uh, I pitch you three cars, and you need to choose between fuck, marry, or kill. And <clears throat> my segment is a little different. I always try to think a little outside the box here, and I'm going You're very with... unique, Dylan. It's very, very <laughs> unique. <laughs> That's what my parents tell me. <laughs> um, no, uh, so I'm choosing kid cars, right? I All think... right, okay. We're getting... I, I, I love this. Okay. I'm jealous I didn't okay. think of it. Continue. Okay. So kit cars. There's there's a couple of different ways we can take this. And I lust over one of these. Uh, let's see if you can figure out which one I lust <laughs> over. But the first one is going to be a classic. Okay. Right? If, oh, you, I if know anybody where we're going. Yeah. If anybody knows kit cars, right? Uh, just real quick a quick, a kit car, it's not the actual car. Typically, it's a replica of a car. Um, and it's all the benefits of, you know, what the car looks like without any of the drawbacks of the cost. Typically, you're cutting a lot of costs. So Factory 5, uh, Shelby replica, uh, Shelby Roadster replica is the first thing that comes to mind. The right? Cobra. It's probably one the of Cobra. the most. Yeah. Yeah. The Cobra. Th sorry. Right. Thank you. Thank That's you. the car Cobra. everyone loves. Yeah. And an original everyone example loves. costs a million dollars. Yeah. And, and I'm sure... If you're a car person, you've gone to uh, a Cars and Coffee and, and seen one of these. I They're all over I the saw place. like three this morning. Yeah. 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 And you can do a lot with them, right? So I'm not going to choose a color. Look, most of the time, I'll choose a color. I'm going to choose engines for these cars. So okay. this is going to come with factory a five. It's a Factory 5 Cobra. It's a Factory 5 Cobra. And it comes with the big engine, the 429 uh, uh, Ford V8, right? Okay. It's got to be a Ford V8. And I'm going to go with the big engine with this with this uh, this kit car option, Ooh. the Shelby Cobra. Okay. Lot right? of so smoke. that's option one. Okay. Yeah. Option number two is going to be the Superformance Ford GT kit car. Superformance. All right. Oh, right. So we're talking classic Ford GT. Classic Ford GT. Okay. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to do here is, again, I'm not talking about the color. I'm going to say that it comes with the small block, the 289, right? Okay. Trying to even the field a little bit, right? So it comes with a small block. And, and let's say that, you know, this is definitely going to be a carbureted car, okay? Yeah. Ooh, it's carbureted. Now, okay. I'm all right with that. Both are carbureted. carbureted. The Cobra's carbureted? I would say the Cobra's carbureted, too. Okay. All right. I'll say the Cobra's carbureted, too. You know? Um, so we've got those two. And the last one is going to be a Catrum 7 and the model. So the Catrum 7 is like a specific type of car. The model is going to be their top model, okay. which is the uh, 620. And that comes with um, 
a Ford four cylinder that's supercharged and makes like 300 uh, wheel, a 310 wheel. So wait, is that like the Cosworth motor? No, it's the Ford Duratec. Oh, Ford Duratec. Okay, cool. Duratec, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, and, and for those of you that don't know, this is what, like a Lotus 7 replica? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think yeah. Lotus, I think Caterham, some purchasing of the rights yeah. from Lotus back in the day. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a little loose. Like, many people don't think of Caterham as a, a kit car. I mean, you, it, it's a kit car in the fact that you can buy the parts and put it together in your garage. Okay. But Caterham is very much like its own brand now. It's, you know. Well, you, in Europe, in England, you can buy a built Caterham. Yeah. You can just buy one off yeah. the lot, basically. Exactly. So, those are the choices. Okay. Right. And we're not so, factoring in me having to build one of these. No, they're this handed is, to me. You are you are handed the keys, right? And I, I tried. I like yeah, that. that. Just, that's, a, that's just a, a little check. You just I wrote a check. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Feeling you wrote a check. Wealthy. <laughs> so between those three cars, what is your okay your hot take? And to define take? to define Mary, because I think that's very important for these three yeah. cars. I okay. have to drive this car every day. Like this is my daily. The uh, the Mary, yeah. If this is your or I'm keeping this. Or I'm marrying a car. second car. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It could right, be okay. a second car. Okay. So I've got car. most of the time we're choosing like sports cars, right? This is the this is your forever. This is the car, car I'm going to keep forever, but it's not this the car I'm driving every day. Primary sports car, your second car. Okay. You got to do everything with it. You got to take it to the track. You got to take it to cars and coffee. I got you. That sort of thing. How much power is the 289 making? Not a lot. Well, I, like two, like two fifty. I I would say you're probably like three hundred at the crank. So okay, yeah, three hundred at the like, crank. It's probably around like two eighty. What's a GT forty weigh? Like two thousand pounds ish. Let's say I'm I on the say website. Like twenty two or so. Do they give me the weight? They tell me the size. The fuel tank's twenty two gallons. I guess we're racing at Le Mans. Need a big fuel tank. Um. I don't see a spec for weight All right. on I'm going to assume we're around like 2,000 pounds. Maybe 2,400 tops. All right. It's, yeah. a, it's a quick car. That's a fast car. You know. Yeah. Um, all right. Damn. That's actually really tough. I want to drive all of them. Which one am I going to kill? That's actually, I didn't even really think of that yet because you got to kill one, right? Yeah. Like, I, drive I don't want to. I, I, yeah. Shit. Yeah. This is actually tougher than I realized now that I thought about that. I'm gonna you have to know, think about and I too. saw, I mean, I saw a Cobra today, mm -hmm. and I saw a, I saw a real Lotus Seven today with like the hand beaten aluminum panels, and that really did something for me. I love the way those look. Mm -hmm. I love how insanely small they are. I love yeah. how it's like possibly more dangerous than a motorcycle. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, it's right on the edge of life and death yeah, every you time you, you get in that. You can't thing. separate from it, right? You can't, <laughs> no, you, you can't, can't separate. You can't dodge up. Yeah. No, it, you're locked in. Yeah. Your, your fate is tied to this little <laughs> tiny hunk of steel. Oh, man. This is the toughest one you've given me. Crap. <laughs> okay. This is good. This is good. The Cobra's enticing me because I just, I want to drive this 500 horsepower, just like exactly. roast the tires yeah. and every gear. Yep. I yep. want that. It's very tempting. The 4GT is the most beautiful car out of them. Like that. Yeah. That is a beautiful car. It has so yeah. much heritage. It's like, yeah, there's it's something. An, it's about an icon. That. That, it's that an icon. Is so iconic. And but the Caterham is just like something that like being a Miata man. It's the ad lightness. You know yeah. the uh, what was his name? The Colin Chapman. Like ad. Yeah. You know ad lightness. That is the Caterham. 
Yeah. So I love the yeah, ethos the, of that. The, yeah, the Catrum is like the 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 cocaine to your caffeine. Oh, you're you've got a Miata. Oh yeah, yeah. caffeine's oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Let me let me show you what what cocaine's like. Right. <laughs> we turn this all the way up to eleven here. <laughs> all right. I think I'm ready. Okay. I think I'm gonna kill the cobra. No way! I'm okay. Killing the cobra. You're killing the cobra. And oh my god! I was never gonna You're marry it because an American icon. I was never Boomers gonna marry. So it's just like are, are hating you right now. There's too many. Co- there's like so many cobra kit cars. Like you see them all over the yeah. place. It's a kind of like almost like a dime a dozen, mm-hmm. and in terms of like kit cars and cars like that yeah. you know um yeah, yeah i don't know i think there's almost the like standard. something that's kind of like old man new balancey to me about them yeah, yeah. and oh which am i marrying god damn it um <laughs> i'm glad I think, this is so difficult yeah, for you i think i'm gonna marry the ford gt because nice it's it's prettier, yep. right? I'm yep. really superficial. It's it's prettier. Uh, I like if I like I could you know I like to you know come home from work, go in the garage, and just stand and stare at my car for a good while, yep. just decompress. Yep. yep. And I would rather stare at that. Yep. So the Ford GT for the Mary. Also, engines are so important, and just having even though it's only making 300 horse. Just having a carbureted V8 behind me, yeah. just like making all that noise, just growling, just sounding like ferocious. Yeah. That is a wonderful thing. Like <laughs> I want that every day, forever. Yeah. And the Caterham four cylinder, I feel like is definitely just gonna leave something lacking. Like it's a four door attack. It's not like a motorsport engine. It's 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 a four cylinder. Yeah. You know? So that's so, your one off. That's your one off. Yeah. So I I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go with the with the F with the fuck on on the the one time okay. drive on okay. the Caterham because I just I have to know how they drive I've got to know. Okay. I'm also wondering you know? now is it is it Caterham or is it Caterham? I was wondering I that too. I do not. I yeah. I, I guess know. we need to watch like Top Gear and see what the Brits say because it's a British company, right? Yes. Yeah, we're going to. I mean, my yeah, my British heritage is screaming oh. at me for not knowing <laughs> that. I'll keep I'll keep going with. But Caterham. I need yeah I need that one ride in the Caterham. You know it's it's it's. I have to know. I've always wondered, like, how do they drive? Like, I feel like the originals yeah. had like a solid rear axle setup or something. Like, it's it kind of seems like you're going to be hopping all over the road. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe like modern um, Caterhams like are really yeah. actually like well put together, like stiff chassis cars. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But okay. Ford GT is what I want to look at every day. Also, it's yeah. to me like super baller, like taking that to like any event. You know, like any track day, any car event. Like, yep. I I don't know. I I so rarely see a a Ford GT kit car for some reason. Yeah. So, before I tell you my choices, what car do you think I'm lusting over? I, I mentioned one of these three. I'm lusting over. I think you're gonna marry the Catrum. Really? Oh, ah, uh, dude, no. It's it's this is gonna happen. This is the first time I think this has happened okay. in the segment. We agree 100%. Wow. 100%. I thought, dang, I almost thought you were going to tell me you're going to like, you know, get the Shelby and I was going to buy you a pair of new balances to like congratulate (laughs) you on that. 
Uh, that is a great joke, and I love it. But no, <laughs> it's and it's it's for similar reasonings. The the car that I lust over, it's the Ford GT, right? Yeah. I want like that is my absolute dream. Is oh, to the get heritage a car. is incredible. The heritage, like the the shape. Um, I, I don't care what engine in it's in. It, it as long as it's making a lumpy V eight sound, yeah. I could I could give a shit. It's not about the speed or anything like that. Uh-huh. It's about the experience of that car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I. I yeah, that's the. I mean, the yeah, the things that I would do for that car, uh, um, and then yeah, you're spot on with the Shelby. It's I've seen that many many times here in the states. Yeah, it's you it's cool. It's cool. I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away. I love the the heritage of that car too. Maybe I should have chosen the Shelby Daytona to make this a little more interesting. Because that would have made it more interesting. Daytona is a I'll really cool-looking car. It's a really cool-looking car, and I, you don't see him. But the, the, the thing with the Shelby is you do see the Shelby Cobra, mm, you do see mm, him before. Mm. And then the Caterham, for me, i got to know what that's like. I've driven a Lotus Exige. I'd imagine that a, like this car is that, but, again, turned up to, like, 11. I like, think it's going to have more in common with literally a go-kart or, like... yeah. For I don't sure. know. I've driven like a single seater, like I think That's it's true. called like a Formula 500 cart, like yeah. something like that. Like I don't and know. I, I I have a uh, I got a friend, uh, Jim. Shout out if you're listening to this. I doubt I doubt you'll see this at any point. But Jim, uh, owner of Spiked Performance, uh, Hood Louver Company, uh, he got one recently, and he absolutely adores the experience. Ooh, of that you got to you got to get in that thing. Yeah, yeah. Now he lives in California. I'm not mm. marrying that car living in the East coast because that is not a six month of the year car that you are exposed to the elements. You There's know, no I didn't top even on think it. about that, but you're right. Like the Ford yeah. GT, you can go, I mean, even, all right, even if you don't put heat in it, I actually probably yeah. none of them have heat. You could go yeah. drive that when it's like 40 degrees out. Like you took out yeah. your garage, you know, yeah. you, you wear a jacket. You've got, I've got a, a matching not, bomber jacket. All right. Patrum. I've I've got a matching bomber golf livery jacket <laughs> for my Ford GT that I get in. And you got specifically your leather helmet and your goggles Abs- and your gloves. <laughs> Absolutely. My freaking corn cob pipe, you know. You get out. You're like out, doing a 1960s reenactment. Absolutely. <laughs> I just I'm buying the car specifically for cosplaying. That's the only reason why I'm buying the car. Actually, can I just say I? There is a kit car. Act, all right, crap. There's two kit cars I actually really lust after. Okay. And that is, I really want a 550 Spider, a Porsche 550 Spider. Right. Ooh. I mean okay. that car has incredible yeah. heritage. Um, yep. Who died in that car? Uh Famous mm. actor who also moonlighted as a race car driver. Oh, oh, um, Bullet. Yes, yes. Shit. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen died wow. in one. Like My I mean, collection. terrible. That is, it's such yeah. a beautiful car, and yeah. like you just put like a Volkswagen flat four in it, which is basically what would have been in it anyway. And yeah. they're reasonably affordable, like thirty grand, you know. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. such a special beautiful car that mm-hmm. and i also want uh alancia stratus also because the stratus is unobtainium i think one went on bat for five hundred thousand dollars recently yep. so just like 
Lancia Stratus kit car. You will never see one in America ever. Never. Ever. No one will know what you're driving. Ever. It just looks like you're driving like a spaceship from the eighties. Yeah. And it's a rally that is, car. That's dope. That and that is and what a kit sick. car. And you put an Alpha V6 opinion. in it. And it will yeah. sound incredible. The best sounding V6. Oh, uh, that'd be so good. That and that's what a kit car should do for me, in my opinion. Uh, I, I get the Shelby Cobra. I get why people do it here in the States, but like what it really should be is something that is unobtainium. Yeah. Right. And and, and a Shelby Cobra is. Well, right? I think it's a I think we're gonna car. see a lot of that as like as our generation gets older and starts retiring, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. a while off. But the generation yeah. that was building the Cobras, they were all the people who were like 10, 5, 10 years old when the Cobra came out. And that was like, yeah. oh, that was the car. Like, that was incredible. That's what you like dreamed about. That was the poster on your yeah. wall. And now they're on Obtanium because they're insanely rare and expensive. So that's yeah. why the kit car market like exploded. I think we might see more kit cars for the stuff that become unobtainium for us, but that we lost after like, I mean, this is hard to achieve because also like the, you could, the Ford V8s you're putting in the Cobra are still cheap engines. Like, yeah, but like maybe we'd see an F40 kit car, Mm -hmm. but I get, there's no motor. There's no motor that would be equivalent to put in it. That's affordable. There's no, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, That would give you that same experience, right? Yeah. No, unfortunately all those motors are expensive. Yeah. Whereas you could pull that off with the Ford GT. And, And the cool thing is now the newest GT, it's still, there are still elements of that shape and that look. It's few and far between, but they're there. Yeah. But like the, you see the car, the car is there. The car is there, but like the, the, the first with the hundred anniversary one that they did in the late ninety or uh, mid thousands. Oh six. Oh five. That was just a new ver- like it's still the same shape. It's just slightly different. Like it's still that iconic shape. And I think that's part of the reason why I'll I'll build an old one. Like it's it's almost the same exact car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and that new that that I era four GT is literally it, it looks yeah. so similar. And I which was the right the decision. One. Yeah, and I'd lean into the old one because it'd be easier to build, right? I, I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, there's panel gaps. You know the, oh, the engines burning a little even oil. Imagine trying lumpy. to build. Well, the, the great thing about like kit cars that are cars from that era is like now we can make them better affordably. Yeah. Like yeah. the 550 Spider like replicas. Like I mean, it's not hand beaten in panels, but other than that, like I'm sure everything about the cars are better. Like the new Cobras, I'm sure everything about them is better. The engines are definitely better. Like, and because of, you know, modern manufacturing techniques and stress analysis and all that crap, like you can build a, a better frame. Yeah. The hell am I going with this? The Ford GT, like the one you would build now is probably in a lot of ways better than the original one because of those reasons. Yep. Yeah. But if you try to rebuild any modern hypercar or even a Ferrari F40, like those are carbon monocoupe cars. And I mean, carbon is getting cheaper, but I don't really see kit cars being made out of carbon monocoupe. Maybe we'll get there, but like that, they're already so far advanced. I'm not sure we're going to get to a place where we'll see a better version of that car, you know, for anything that's affordable, for anything that's affordable. Now, the one issue also with the carbon monocoque is not only... I think that technology, it's coming around, but I'm fairly sure they do this with cars as well. I'm, I'm really into bikes, road cycling and stuff. Not every carbon fiber bike is the same. They might look identical. They might have the same exact mold, but the carbon layup matters, right? The way oh, you yeah. put the weaves on oh, there. Yeah. 
the way the directions, the type of weave. To replicate what Ferrari's doing, it's not just a mold. It's not just a shape. I'm sure there's going to be different weaves and stuff mm-hmm. in there that's going to mm-hmm. be hard to mm-hmm. figure out. Mm-hmm. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And there is like the danger of cheap carbon and you not being able to tell. Yeah. And I mean, you could say that about any um, steel tube French chassis, like you know, crappy yeah. welds and that's a that's a much more like known and understood process. Mm-hmm. And all carbon is coming from Taiwan, China, basically, except for mm-hmm. some very small exceptions to that. So like. Mm-hmm keeping that quality control there and doing it affordably could definitely be dangerous. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you can have like a UCI inspecting your welds before shipping out a space frame or a a, a steel frame, you know, to the, to the client. Um, Cool. So comment down below, what kit car would you choose of the three? What kit cars do you like? Yeah. Give us your favorite kit cars guys. Cause I, I'm sure there's a lot out there that we'd no idea about what, unobtainium car would you want to have as a kit car and you could potentially one day realistically afford yes you know, yeah i might what, be able yeah, to do what, that as a gt what's the car you want to see as a kit car yeah absolutely okay. so finally we've got this bit of news that bbc just dropped the other day uh and i'm sure everyone knows where i'm going with this now i said bbc is top gear and that they've decided mm. not to keep going with the 34th season of the show um, because of the near fatal crash that happened to Freddie Flintoff during like one of the you know typical stunts that they do in the show, yeah, huge um, news. Huge yeah, news. it's it's big news, you know, because I mean I, they didn't even stop after the whole um, you know Jeremy Hammond. Clarkson thing, yeah. you know, punching you know one of the you know crew members. They still yeah. piled on with a, another season and after the whole after the whole cast left. Yeah, and even with that cast, Richard Hammond had that accident with like the jet car, right? He, yeah, he, he had the, in like 05, he li- he yeah. was really close to death after the jet car accident. Yeah. And yeah. then like, oh, is this, this was, this is probably after Top Gear, but he crashed the electric car, mm-hmm. um, the electric supercar. I guess that was after yeah. Top Gear. That was after that was Top Grand Gear, Tour but. Days. So yeah, it's interesting. So basically what happened was, if you haven't seen the news, because it, it, he crashed like, I don't know, three, four months ago. I think it's December, maybe. Anyways, a while ago. He's on this crazy machine that is like a motorcycle engine, but is in it like a freaking bobsled. And there's two wheels on the front that look like motorcycle wheels that are like outside of his arms. And then there's like a center rear tire. It's like a tricycle setup. It really looks like he's like hopping in a one-man bobsled, like with his face going wow. forwards. I was gonna say he's like on his stomach. He's on his stomach with his face wow. like looking up. Like it, it looks like an it's insane ske- machine. Oh, it's to a be skeleton. In. It's a skeleton. Oh, you know what these things are? I don't even. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Unaware so bobsled, you're like sitting in it like a car. Skeleton, or like it's taking that to a whole nother level. Oh wait, you on skele- a sled. Okay, on you're, their, you're on all in on the Winter Olympic sports. I then. am all in, all Understood. in on the Sorry, Winter Olympics. Sorry, not a bobsled. It's a skeleton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, That's so he, crazy. it's like a, it's like a freaking skeleton on land. Um, That's nuts. and he's like drag racing the other guys and whatever, some random things, and he, you know, gets past the finish line. And the headline is he was going 124 miles an hour. I don't know if that's how fast he was going when he crashed or when he crossed the, you know, the finish line. But basically, they've released a video like leading up to the crash. And you hear him saying, like, I can't break. There's no brakes. And so he just goes across the line. They're on that runway strip. And he just keeps going. And he goes straight. 
it, they cut the video, but it looked like he went into some of that like steel barrier that they use for like crowds, like when you have like lines and crowds and stuff, some of that, and then just yeah. grass after that. Uh, but going probably a hundred miles an hour, if not the full one twenty four that they that you know the tabloid stated. Pretty rough. I mean, basically, you're, it's a motorcycle crash. Maybe even worse because yeah. you're like in this really weird position. I don't know if that's worse for your body, but apparently he's got extensive injuries to his face, and he's he's pretty screwed up. Um, yeah, he's living. He's gonna live. Uh, I didn't say say any mention of like permanent damage to himself. Or maybe he'll have some scarring or something. No like brain damage or like mobility things, but mm-hmm. that's bad. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I would definitely say that that's a worse way to fall. Uh, leading with your head. Um, all jokes aside, like that is that's your leading edge, right? Is your face. If you're on a bike, you know, you see the guys uh, in MotoGP get get thrown. Often, the first thing that's hitting the ground is like hand. It's it's hands or legs, typically knees. Sometimes, um, something to break the impact. Yeah, something that. that that's that leading edge. That's not your face. Yeah, right? not your it's face. Like, leading with your face is not a good thing. Literally leading with your face. Um, I, I, I don't want to make too many jokes about this because it is a serious injury and that sort of thing. Um, I am, I am surprised though that they're stopping Top Gear altogether for this because it isn't the first time they've had an accident within the company. I just uh, cooked up a conspiracy theory in this moment. Oh, thinking about that, like why? Okay, like they've had crashes before, more fatal, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Why now? Uh, I mean, one, you've got okay, we're it's like more progressive times. We're more like cared about people's well being. Everything's getting safer. Racing is safer. Blah blah blah. Yep. My conspiracy theory is that post, um, you know, the leaving of the three great hosts, uh, I'm sure viewership. I mean, viewership must be halved. You know, like it must be. Oh yeah way down and yep. so now that viewership is way down they're like i guess we can like afford the le- you know lose this for a season lose the revenue that mm-hmm. revenue and 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 so they're like let's do the 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 good marketing ploy and spin it as like oh we're moral people here and you know mm. in the face of this horrible tragic accident we ha- you know we have to stop you know morally that's yeah. my that's just my conspiracy theory Sure, there's no will, way to prove that unless you're... I will say, it, I could even go a different way, it, it, but on a similar idea, and that is maybe they're just concerned about the backlash. Oh, my God, you guys aren't stopping? Like, oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I mean, with, I could you know, see them being co- concerned about the outrage. Right. With about mo- yeah, modern cancel that. culture, I could yeah. definitely see them being worried about that, trying to get ahead of it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah. I'll say this in general. I think... I think it's a lot harder for these large media corporations to navigate the landscape of today's media, right? It's If this was just an accident on a large YouTube page, obviously, you know, whatever they are going through, like they're going to be dealing with, and I'm sure like people would be concerned about it and that sort of thing. But I just feel like a giant corporation such as, Top Gear that has content in all different formats. They've had shows all different uh, uh, in all different countries across uh, the world. Yeah, it's a lot harder for them to pivot and navigate situations like this. I feel like absolutely. You know, they they can't move as fast. Um, I mean, obviously, it's like you know, if this was a YouTube channel, 
it's it's filmed one day and released the next and mm-hmm. released instantly on, on you know IG. Um, mm-hmm. And they filmed this months ago. Like it doesn't get released till six nine months yeah. after it's shot. So you know they're they're slow moving, and they are also like beholden to the BBC. And I mean yeah. the BBC has its. I mean it's origin. You know it's a it's a news company and it and yeah. it, it has really you know rigid guidelines as to how they present themselves to the world mm-hmm. and you know all that stuff so like you know they they can't like pivot and jump around and say whatever like you know a youtuber can um yeah That's i feel like also i mean we're less tolerant now of like danger and like putting you know basically entertainers in danger like this like you know yep. going back in time i mean you know there's a history of, of dangers you know, entertainers putting themselves in danger and everyone being fine and happy with it you know 100 mm-hmm. years ago 150 years ago i mean even 50 years well, ago in racing there's well here f1 here's the thing sorry go ahead no no go, I, I was just gonna say that the first thing that does come to mind though is jackass like that is that's a that is a group of guys that literally uh, I didn't see Jackass coming into this, but I think you're so right. Um, because they're and and they're still making movies, right? Well, <laughs> I don't know how, but like it's very much like quite literally media exchanging Jackass the dollar 3D. for watching people get fucked up for like, absolutely no reason. No, they're reason. they're trying to get fucked up. The whole point is to the, be that's fucked the whole up. Point. Maybe that's how they get a get out of jail free card because literally, like that is the whole point, right? The whole point is them that they but never it, tried it, to be anything else. It's true. They never tried to be anything. So maybe they that's weren't how even they pretending. This whole situation. But ah, uh, no, you're yeah, I so think, right. Well, here's the thing: that Jackass is not popular anymore. I think like the modern Jackass movie is not does. No not one thinks the, of Jackass and thinks it's current. Everyone's like, oh, no, yeah, the yeah. early 2000s were crazy, man. Like, we did <laughs> yeah, crazy shit Those back guys then. are not on their way up. No, still, absolutely right? not. They're not. They're not. The Zoomers are not going out to theaters yeah. and watching Jackass yeah. 4D or whatever I, I, the new I was going to say, like, just in, like, racing. Like, there's yeah. way less fatalities in racing. F1, yep. there used to be, like, a death every year. Some years there's, like, yeah. three fatalities in one year. Yeah. And now you don't see that. Everything is way safer. Yeah. Everything is safer. Cars yeah. are safer. The yeah. world is a safer place so, in a first world country. So are are they they're stopping the season or are they stopping top gear altogether? Uh they're just they're stopping the season. They're stopping the season. They're stopping okay. the season. I think they're just sort of like waiting until good old Freddie Flintoff gets better. Maybe they okay. want to have him back as the host instead of like him being absent or what have you that is something else too that could be playing a a role in this and that is we don't want to have that mentality of the show must go on yeah right right? like this is an integral member of the team we care about them uh this isn't just like a nine to five job that we can just throw somebody else in yeah uh our our hosts they have chemistry we don't want to stand in to just you know Get thrown into the mix. Yeah, I mean, you saw that when when Clarkson got fired, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Richard and and James uh, both like you know rallied around him, and said, "Nah, like we're boys, and we're not doing it without him." Yeah, and like I I I haven't watched the show much uh, in recent in recent years, but there is something to be said about 
having chemistry with a co-host, or in their case, a, a, a trio of hosts, that you can't fake, right? You can't just oh, absolutely. put in an honest absolutely. days of work. Oh, right? and, and everyone knows that's why Top Gear is was Boy, the was. best, like yeah. one of the best shows on like TV, period. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was it's that the, chemistry. Yeah. There's a reason that. why we didn't have cable growing up, but when we were on the road and we were traveling <laughs> with my parents and we had cable, that's why I could turn that show on. And my mom, who now does care a little bit more about cars, but at the time despised everything that had to do with like car culture and anything like that and loved loved watching top gear yes loved it yeah and that's great presenters yeah that had great chemistry um i also so i just wanted to pull this out as well talking about you know presenters getting hurt and you can't not think about the last um special the last grand tour special where james may just destroys that evo and himself yeah you know for those of you that Um, haven't seen it yeah he's racing in a tunnel and they they had some like crazy stakes at it where they were timing everybody and it was a dark tunnel and they had to make a turn right they had to make it's, a left hand turn it's literally you're you're in a tunnel one lane wide and it's x long and at the end of the tunnel is a solid stone wall and there is no turn off like there's no escape there's no escape it's a, yeah it's a tunnel you you are going one direction and there's no bailing yeah. and out. and the game was you have to, I think it was like you have to either get the top speed in the tunnel or the, I think it was top speed in the tunnel, but basically floor it as long as you can until you have the ball, you know, the balls to break. Balls to back out. Yeah, yeah. back out. And um, yeah, James goes James goes too hard. And and I had heard about it before I watched it. Yep. And I was not ready for how just Violent. raw it was like yeah. it was like i just watched a youtube video of someone getting in a car accident like it was yeah. raw for you know yeah. big scale tv like that yeah and was, yeah. as the shows go on sometimes you feel like uh you know like they're faking this like they create these scenarios that are not real like it's mm-hmm. it's it's um, it's fake drama. It's just it's it's yeah. brewed up drama. They're it. They're, they're right. stirring the pot. And this was one of those moments yeah. where you're like, oh shit! Like they're they're still really doing these stunts, and yeah. it's dangerous, and it was shocking. I'm afraid to say. I'm gonna say it. I, I'm not sure. Like I think that's part of motorsport. Mm. I don't. I think there's a lot of. Um, I think my camera just went off, but we're going to keep going. I think there's like a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of sports out there that wouldn't be what they are without the inherent danger, without the adrenaline, like mm-hmm. eh, whatever, mountain biking, snowboarding, skiing, yeah. like so many yep. of these sports, like they, if there wasn't any danger, if there wasn't any speed, they wouldn't be what they are. They wouldn't be like the rush, why everyone loves them. And I think motorsport is one of them and it is inherently dangerous. And even if you're just making a TV show about driving fast cars for fun, like if you're doing these stunts to like make it the most interesting show, it's going to be dangerous. And that is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. If you You want to make this kind of content, it is what it is. I think you, you can do some safety precautions like F1 has done. Like you brought that up, you know, they haven't had a fatality in, in many, many years. 
Um, they've had close calls with like uh, Roman Grosjean and the fiery crash and him escaping it and stuff like that. So you still have these close calls, even with modern technology. The halos involved now. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, with, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm all F1. about that. Like, let's let's make no, it safer. No, but you're still, but you're still having those moments where it's like Roman Grosjean could have died in that fiery crash. Yeah, he got yeah. he he is incredibly lucky. So even with today's technology and all the precautions and that sort of thing, you know with top gear doing these stunts and, and grand tour and doing those stunts. It's yeah, there is still an element of that. That's going to be in play. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that might just be the, uh, the unfortunate truth about it that maybe some people don't want to, don't want to think about, but yeah, you know, that might be why we're out there doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So we're all just, Oh yeah, oh, man. Just, yeah. I won't talk about Tale of the Dragon, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I uh, oh. yeah, that's too funny. That's too funny. So yeah, comment down below. You know what were your thoughts on on Top Gear stopping that? Uh, I don't think these accidents are are going anywhere. Obviously, we're happy that he's okay. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think the big takeaway is this risk is inherent to the sport itself. When you're yeah. running, you're going to get injured at some point, right? It's yeah. just a matter of, it's not necessarily a matter of when it's a matter of, or it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when, right? If yeah. with all these people racing cars around, something's going to happen. All right. At some point. Um, let us know what you think guys. Like, are we, are we right? Like is the danger inherent? Is it like yeah. integral to motorsport to or these are car we just shows? Jaded? Or- <laughs> yeah i don't know should should it be safer you know is, is that just like bullshit they, sh- they can make it safer yeah i don't yeah. know i don't know let us know